Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, people? You know that sound. It is the unfiltered band means yes. In fact, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way here. And now, officially, this one will go down as episode number 194. You always could jump on the Unfiltered Revolution and get merch, by the way, at the Believe Shop as well by getting on the uh, Twitter and getting at Casey Stern, jump in the bio, get the YouTube channel. You can join us there, get all the interviews and the conversations and the rants and the lists and uh, guests and all sorts of things there over at the YouTube channel, also on Twitter. And of course, Eagle Opportunists that uh, we are, Apple, Spotify, everywhere they get your podcasts, where most of you may be listening. And thank you to the Unfiltered Band. And thank you all for being on board. I, You know, I remember when I was a kid and growing up, and for me, and if you're a baseball fan, everybody's got their own stories with this. For me, I heard the greatest baseball player ever was Willie Mays because that's what my father said. That was his favorite player. You read about Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig, Ted Williams, Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson. Then you get in your own life, depending upon kind of how old you are, I'm in my mid-40s, to watch the Barry Bonds of the world, who was probably the greatest player that I ever got to watch play. You see the career of Mike Trout. You watch especially the first decade of a Hall of Fame career for an Albert Pujols. You watch a Pedro Martinez up close and personal and see the way he performed. You watch a Greg Maddox on the mound or a Randy Johnson or whomever it might be for you. And because in baseball there are hitters and there are pitchers, because there are position players and there are defenders and there are power hitters and everybody is different in their own way, there are always a lot of answers. It is not like in basketball where there are a lot of people who are dead set regardless. And LeBron's had an amazing career. And he's certainly in the top handful for me, Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player ever for me, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest hockey player ever for me, probably most dominant in any sport in my time alive for me, Tennis players, you could think about Serena Williams and say, oh, for sure, that's the greatest female tennis player, maybe tennis player, male or female, of all time. Maybe Tiger Woods for you as a golfer. And you go through those things. But as a baseball fan, there's always been a 100 different reasons because it's not apples and oranges. And we always wait too long. And we always wait until it's too late after a career to then look back and not to stop and smell the roses and enjoy and to understand where we are. So here I am, three minutes into this podcast in episode 194, maybe thought of for a while, but belated and at least saying for me, as somebody who's watched baseball my whole life, that Shohei Otani is the greatest baseball player that Major League Baseball has ever seen in any era, at any time, anywhere. Because for all the great pitchers that we list as the greatest we've ever seen, or for all the great hitters we list as the greatest we've ever seen, 
We've never watched somebody do all of this at once in the way that he is doing it. Now, as I do this on a Wednesday, on the heels of a two-home run, 10-strikeout, brilliant performance for Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, who is blessed with immense talent, but was also blessed, right or wrong, especially in the age of social media, with immense expectations. And I, among many others, I'm sure, maybe not as willing to admit it, was wrong years ago when I said he's got to pick one. He can't do both. Well, he's done both at the highest level. And he's the greatest player that I've ever seen. And he's the greatest player, I don't care what you age you are, that you've ever seen. You may not admit it because it's not fun to do in a baseball world where we're always sitting there and saying, well, it's not the same as it used to be. Let's talk about what it is now. Shohei Otani, the greatest player that Major League Baseball has ever seen. As always, you see us thanks to our good friends at Bet Online. Bet Online, number one source for all your betting needs, latest odds, matchup info, reports, baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to get all your wagers, live betting, favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head over to the website or use the mobile device today and sign up right now to get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE. It's B L E A V. Again, that promo code is BELIEVE, B L E A V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's bet online where the game starts. You look at the year that Shohei Otani is having, in a year where he's about to get out to free agency, and you think about the rolling out of red carpets in the history of red carpets that we're about to see when he gets to free agency. And there are a lot of Shohei Otani conversations that have nothing to do with his performance on the field that we are about to have. I want to get into the deadline. I want to talk about, you know, free agency for Otani, the conundrum for the Angels and more. But I want to go back to last night and talk about what Otani did. Guy gets a nail issue, leaves as a pitcher. They announce it in the press box then steps up to the plate and hits one 404 feet to left center field. It's, a, it's amazing what this guy has done. 13 home runs in June, 28 home runs for the year, which ties total for 2021. It's amazing that he continues to defy all of these numbers that he's put up and make them even greater than we have seen in the past. Right now, and credit to, uh, I saw this in an article from As Good As It Gets, Al uh, Alden Gonzalez, who put this on ESPN. But at the midpoint of their season, Otani leads the majors in OPS, home runs, ribbies, 15th among 65 qualified pitchers in ERA to 3.02, third most strikeouts, 127, lowest batting average against 180, and forget about his his war, because, I mean, it's not even, what is it good for at this point? Because it's Otani versus the rest of the world. On his way to another MVP, and I always, you know, I hear people talk about this all the time, and this is why I have always kind of supported if you want to do an MVP or a player of the year. And by the way, he's probably going to get both every year anyway, so maybe this doesn't even matter for him. But the idea of does a team need to win? Do they need to win at a high level? Well, by the way, if you look at the standings right now, the Angels are tied for a spot in the wild card, five out of a division, and still sitting in this race. And what do you think the reasons are? And this is with a team that's got Mike Trout on this team. 
the guy who before Otani we thought was the best player in today's era, the best player of a decade, and one of the greatest players ever, which, by the way, he is still. But that's how great Otani is. To be able to do what he is doing on a daily basis, and the thing that we don't talk about a lot, and I saw a quote from Mike Moustakas, who's been there three days now, talking about Moose talking about the preparation that he watches Otani have. You talk to pitchers, and you go back to a recent episode on this podcast where Mike Stanton was talking about just being a pitcher and watching what this guy's able to do and, and what we don't understand behind the scenes that is necessitated between these starts for him to even get ready to pitch, yet having him sit there at the plate and dominate the way that he has. And it doesn't matter what the stage is. And I get, you know, I've seen some morons sit there because we're in a hot take world because that's what gets paid millions now in the industry that we were, that I work in. Talking about, you know, I'm not sold on Otani, somebody said, until he showed me when he gets in the playoffs. Who's that, Craig Carton, I think he said that? I mean, I mean you got to be kidding me, really? I remember when they said that about the late Doc Halliday, and then in the first game against the Reds, you got BP Brandon Phillips trying to bunt because nobody can get a hit because he's sitting there and rolling through dudes 27 out of 27. You watch him on the WBC stage. You see him when the lights are bright. You watch him because the lights are bright for him every day, especially now in social media, even being on the Angels. And this is going to get exponentially, certainly heightened when he leaves and goes wherever. And I still say, for me, the wherever is, and this is not in an order, but it's Dodgers, Yankees, Mets, Mariners, everybody else, try and get to the party. Good luck. Best to you. They probably end up a Dodger, but who knows? But the idea that this guy is about to be a free agent, this is the greatest free agent scenario we've seen in the history of Major League Baseball. And by the way, that's what makes it crazy as we sit here and approach this deadline. Now it's just a few weeks away. And we think about the fact that this would be the greatest trade deadline acquisition of all time. This would be the greatest rental of all time. And the Angels are in a conundrum. And I hate to tell you this. I don't want to say if you're an Angel fan, I know you want to see this dude in the playoffs. Look, Mike Trout got 11 career ABs in the playoffs, one out of 11, three games against the Royals years ago in a season they won 98 games. And he's probably thinking, well, this could be what it's going to be like for me in my career. And it has not been. For them as a team, clearly not his fault. But let's understand regimes, ownership, lack of pitching, the the Tehrans, the Cahills, the Matt Harveys, and how many others? You go to the Hamilton situation, you know, uh, Anthony Rendon, you know, you don't get the pitcher you want, so you spend all the money on another bat when you didn't. It, there's a whole host and list of things that have gone wrong to create all this time without the Angels in the playoffs. But if you think about it, where they are right now in kind of the muffin tops, if you will, of the playoffs, just hanging over on the good end, Ain't a good place to be if you're sitting there and you're Artie Moreno, you're this angel organization, whether they say it or not, because they got a chance to get in the playoffs. Because even if it's a wild card, you got to get a chance to get Otani and Trout in there. You can't move them at that point because the fan base knows he's gone. You know he's gone, but you got to reap all the business and benefits you can while he's there. You're feeling like you got to take as much as you can while he's there. And that playoffs are right there in front of you. And I understand that. I'm not going to sit there and say, look, we can talk about should and will. 
Should they trade Otani at the deadline? If you talk about what this team could get for him, you talk about that they we all understand he's not going to be there anymore, then yes, I get that. We all understand that. Then yes, they should still, even being in the playoff spot. But this team would have been better suited if it was a little more typical Angels. And as great as Otani is, they were sitting there five games out of a wild card. And then you'd say you got to move them because imagine the dance of teams that can't afford to sign them, but maybe can afford to bring them on board and push themselves pedal-wise, get a World Series. Think about the teams I just mentioned, Dodgers, Yankees, Mets, uh, Mariners, you want to say Padres, Giants in there, and whoever else maybe you want to throw in on the outskirts of town. Those teams saying, hey, I got I got a chance to bring you in, and I could go try and sell you for two months on what we're all about so that when you're a free agent, you stay here. And look, we have seen that work, and we have seen that play out. And you imagine what that dance would be like, the worst situation the Angels could possibly find themselves in is the one they find themselves in, where I don't know about you, but I look, you can say think. I don't think the Angels are winning the World Series. Now, I don't know if they'll win the division. I'm going to have shameless plug Evan Grant Dallas Morning News on later this week talking about the great season the Rangers have had. Anything about Texas and their look in rear view with the Astros. We all understand Houston probably going to get better at the deadline. We know we'll know what the moxie and the metal of the veterans, whether you like or you hate or whatever, the six straight LCSs in the World Series and all of that. We know they're going to be in it to win it. It'd be hard. We all understand all the AL East teams that still could be battling for wild card spots. We get all of that. But the Angels are not bad enough to sell to where it's a no-brainer, and they're not good enough necessarily, even though they're sitting, hanging on to a playoff spot, muffin tops of the standings, if you will. They're not sitting there, you know, in a spot pretty enough where they're like, hey, we really got a, a good shot to go win the World Series. Now, anybody can when they get in it, and certainly when you got Otani on the mound and at the plate, and you got Mike Trout, oh, by the way, not a bad place to start. Understand that. But this isn't a great baseball team. You got the two best players in the world both on your team. That's a great place to be. But this isn't the NBA. When it's the NBA and that's the case, then we can go get some mid-level exemptions and some guys and some cheapy deals, and we can try build out a bunch of guys on a team, and you could go win. You could be a LeBron and take a Booby Gibson and Galskis and whoever, or bring in J.R. Smith and Amon Shumpert and a deal from the Knicks and whatever, because you got LeBron and you got either Kyrie or Kyrie and Kevin Love or whoever, so you got Otani and Trout, it's enough, but it's not that way in Major League Baseball. But I understand. Now, normally I'm sitting there and I'm telling people over you know the two decades I'm doing this, and, and people don't want to hear this, that I, you know, you cannot make decisions because you don't want to tell the fan base a truth that everybody already knows. I watched the Phillies hang out for way too long after those five division titles, and Ruben Amaro and that group, you know, sitting there with Ryan Howard. And I love J Roll and J Roll and everybody and Chase Sutley. Let's you know keep everybody, bring them all back. You wait too long, and then it's too late. Right? When do you jump ship? When do you say enough is enough? We we all in hindsight could sit there right 2020 and look at all those decisions and say not the right way. But in a situation like this, it's fairly easy to say that the Angels aren't going to get Otani back. He's going to be gone. Then they're back to the same problem they've already had with him and Trout. Certainly much more so even when it was just Mike Trout. Certainly much more so when Otani was not on the mound, where this team desperately, desperately needed somebody and now has a big-time somebody leading the majors in strikeouts. ERA just nip over three. And 28 home runs. 
it's not easy. Should they move him? Yeah, you're looking at the future and you think about where this organization is going to be. You think about the lack of the ability to keep him. Yeah, you should. Do I understand even me sitting here where I am in front of a microphone not having to make these decisions is why there's a reason there's only 30 GMs. It's not easy job, people. Do I understand in the situation they're in, right on the edge, surface of playoff, division and reach, why you go? Then I think you go. And if you, by the way, if you're not going to move them, then go. Then go add a couple of pieces and go take your shot. And then deal with it. And the Angel fans will hopefully have a great run, at least get into the playoffs, get to have Otani in those big moments, get to be on the center stage of Major League Baseball. And I don't want to hear a bleep from an Angel fan. Every Angel fan I've talked about, or talked to rather, in the last number of months is saying, they understand he's gone, but they want to sit there and you want to have him every day. You're in a relationship that you 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 know uh, you're in love, and you find out, hey, I got I got a I got a, you know, three months left. You want those three months? You want those days? You want those hours? That's the love affair now, Angel fan and Otani. But should they? I, I mean, you be the judge. We all know what's coming, and it's not Otani back to you with the Angels. This red carpet. For this dude in free agency, the amount of money he's going to make, and I, look, you know, it's like when Aaron Judge got paid $360 million, and I understand the injury and everything else, but I'll go back to something I said, and I stick with it, that that was one of the better deals of even at that money of the whole offseason, because you saw what happened in literally the one hour that we thought with the arson Judge thing that Judge was gone, what happened to the Yankees and their fans and you see what the team looks like without him right now, right? We understand what he is. And you're sitting there saying to yourselves, oh, my God, we cannot let this happen. Well, you know what? Yeah, $360 million is a lot of money, but you, you're, it's Yankee money, and you pay whatever you can because you got to keep Aaron Judge. Is somebody going to go pay $450, 500000000 million for, for Otani? Maybe. Are you going to say they're overpaying? Now, look, I don't, you, can the arm hold up? Can he do it for years? What kind of a contract do you build up? Can you build into the contract that if he doesn't do both and, you know, let's say at some point he can no longer pitch because, it, look, it, it, age is undefeated, right? Time undefeated. That maybe there's some kind of a clause. I don't know. It's going to be the most interesting contract we've ever seen put together because you're going to be gambling on him doing both. Now, look, great hitter, great power hitter, great numbers, great pitcher, but he's the best player ever because of both. He's going to be worth all that money, what, half a billion, who knows what he's going to get, because of both. So how does that contract work if at some point in the length of that deal, and that to me is going to be the interesting thing, going to be to use the, the way they would say it in uh, hockey avenues with July 1st coming up in free agency, term, right? That's going to be the most interesting thing is what's the term on that going to be? Because how long can he really do both? He's still human, even though he looks like a cyborg even though he acts like he's not, even though he's the greatest to ever do it. And Ted Williams couldn't do this. Willie Mays couldn't do this. Bob Gibson, Sandy Koufax, Greg Maddox, Pedro Martinez, whoever, your Randy Johnson, your guy, whoever, can't do this. Nobody ever could do this. In a day and age where we got every number and every way to try and figure out how to get guys out when he's at the plate or how to hit guys when he's on the mound, all the different changing rules, all the things that go on, not a great team during a lot of this, right? You could put all those things into that mix, and there ain't nobody, know-how, nowhere in the past that is doing this. He is the greatest to ever 
do it. And by the way, he's one of one to ever do it the way he is right now doing both. But how long can that last? And that is going to be a different conundrum, unlike the Angels have now, of whether or not to move him, which clearly I understand the position they're in, they're not going to. That's a different kind of an, yeah, that's a, that is a, you know, was it a wizard of Oz? The horse of a different color. When you're talking about what's going to happen for whatever team's going to give him the keys to a franchise and then not understand or know, because there is unknown, how many years he can do both and when does it go back down to one? I said this the other day in, in an episode for me, and everybody's got their own opinion. This is not a factual, you know, most of these are not, but this is that, you know, two plus two is four. That's fact. Everything else kind of opinion, right? In sports. But for me, when I was a kid and throughout my whole life, people would ask me and there'd be these lists and there'd be questions when it was, you know, host on the radio, whatever. Who's the greatest athlete you've ever seen? And the answer for me for my lifetime is Bo Jackson. He's the greatest athlete I've ever seen. And we saw a guy who could have been 99 yards down the sideline like he was with the Raiders in Monday night football his whole life. We saw the guy breaking bats over a knee, jumping over the wall, hitting home runs, got a pro bowl in an all-star game who could have done it in the baseball side, but both seemingly was never going to happen forever. There was a, a timetable. Now, clearly different sport. I understand. The tra- trust me, I get it. But the point I'm making is that you wanted to soak up every minute of all of that because you kind of knew we're never going to see anything like that again. I want you to soak up every minute of this because you are never going to see anything like this ever again. Thank God. I, we always think about, like, you know, what would the Twitter age be, right? Like, I always think about, for me, Nick Fan, uh, 1990, was it 94? Is sitting there and, and thinking about, you know, during the OJ trial where they were cutting in and, and or the OJ, the, the Bronco chase, and they were, you know, all those moments, and that's one that stands out for me. What if social media was available? Back, 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 dot, dot, dot. Well, now, go the other way. Thank, thank the heavens we got social media and can put out there in front of everybody who's not watching Angels games, can put out there in front of everybody who's not a baseball fan. What a transcendent, across the board, into pop culture, into social media, into the here and now, into the monitored, outside of baseball, Otani is in every possible way in addition to being the greatest to ever do it because no one has ever done it and will ever do it like this ever again. What we are watching is an impossibility. What we are watching is one of one. You can argue Michael Jordan, and then you could say, well, you didn't get to see Bill Russell and what he did, the 10 championships and yada, yada. Or you didn't get to watch Magic Johnson was my favorite basketball player growing up. People could say who didn't see him, well, you didn't want to hit Kareem, right? You didn't get to see those Laker teams. Or maybe now you're looking at LeBron and you're not understanding all the things that he could score more points. And you'd be right. He could score more points, but you know, he could do things Jordan couldn't. And there's arguments, right? In most of these conversations, there's arguments. Well, you're Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. But, well, you know, you got some people who think it was, you know, who knows who, from Johnny Unitas to, to Aaron Rodgers to Peyton Manning to whoever your guy is, right? There are at least conversations. You can at least have a talk about it, even though I think for me it's clearly Brady. There's no talk or conversation here. This is the greatest player that MLB has ever seen. We are getting it now in the here and now, and we need to soak up and enjoy it. You should be seeing every at-bat. They should try and get every single Angel game that they can on national television. When he becomes a Dodger, which I think he probably will be, or a Yankee, or a Met, 
right? It's going to be everywhere, everywhere, because he's that dude, and baseball needs that. I go back to a few years ago. I think it was ESPN, because I think they still do this every year, where they do, like, the, the top 100 most famous athletes, and they go all around the world, and, and you know, I don't know how many people there are. You could look this stuff up. But they get all these people, and, you know, you name, you know and they, they kind of – give you an idea of the popularity of athletes. And years ago, and I remember I talked about it live on the air in Sirius XM at the time, I read, I read through the list of the 100. And there was one baseball player in the entire 100. Now, you had you know, soccer or football, depending upon what you, how you look at it. You had tennis and you had golf. It wasn't just the four major sports as we look at it here. You had all kinds of different athletes, right? But there was one baseball player Derek Jeter was at number 13, and he had already been out of the league for a couple of seasons. Joey Otani has given baseball something it's never had in ways it could have never dreamed. And I admit to you, I admit to you, I was wrong. I was like every stubborn baseball fan at the front. Ah, it's, it's not going to be as good as we think. Yeah, I remember, look, I know what's happened to Steven Strasburg's career, right, because of injuries. I also remember what he did in the World Series. And I also remember that the first day, whenever he said he no way he can be as good as he's supposed to be, he struck out 13 Pirates. I'm on the air, and people are calling me, telling me, if you go back to the debut, right after that, oh, look, he struck out the Pirates. Who the hell cares? And that's just a symptom of and an example of a million others. Bryce Harper, now we're giving flowers. How much later, right? Because we wanted to say he wasn't as good. Had a great MVP. So, oh, but he didn't keep that. He went down. So it's inconsistent. He's not that great, right? We just want to bring everybody down. We don't talk about the fact that LeBron James has, to me, and this is where he's one of one, no one in our lifetime, I don't care how old you are, has ever had, because this was not the same years ago without social media and the way we are now with technology, right to you, right? Intravenously, you get it immediately. Nobody has ever had the expectations LeBron has had and exceeded them over a career the way he has. Nobody. I'll stand on that for sure. Nobody. But we are now in this Shohei Otani era where we got a baseball player who's got a chance to be the most famous athlete in the world if he goes to the right place and if he's marketed the right way and if we watch it enough because what this guy is doing is unheard of. It is unbelievable. It is legitimately absurd. And it's, it's time to anoint. It's time not to wait. We, now, look. Yeah, all of a sudden, his, his, his arm blows out. It could be, what's it going to be? Well, he didn't do it long enough, right? Or if he goes to another team and he struggles at the beginning and he tries to figure himself out, oh, look, look, see, there it is. Because that's what we do. And years ago when this happened, that's what I did. He can't sustain this. Remember when he came up and he wasn't pitching when he first came to do both? He wasn't, he was, he wasn't pitching well. Oh, he's, well, you know, he needs to just hit. Oh, then he wasn't hitting well. Oh, he, this is what we did. It's just not going to be as good. It's kind of cool, but that's all it's going to be. Well, guess what? We were all wrong. It's way more than that. It is way, way more than that. Shohei Otani, on a daily basis right now, is giving us something that if you're a baseball fan who romanticizes and lives it the way I do and many of you do, we'll be telling our kids about for our whole lives, and grandkids, God bless, and so on and so forth. Enjoy it. Because this guy's the greatest to ever do it. Because no one has ever done it. Unfiltered as always, presented by our good friends at Bet Online. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.